Well, 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 here we go again. Uh, just another show of mirth, madness and merriment as we bring you two smoking guns right here on the uh, very home of Community Radio 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and that's my cue to say, Rutsy, it's yes. a big hello to you. Hello to you, Scotty. How are you, mate? Oh, it's a good week. Up and about. We're up and about. We had a great week. Uh, the good news is today, I was going to tell you all about the Suez Canal, but apparently oh. the canal's been unblocked. Well, the, uh, I think... Must, it must have taken a large, yeah. one of those large plumber suction things just I, to... I think... <laughs> <laughs> Unblock the bugger. Do you think they've uh, they've rung Jim's Plumbing? Jim's Plumbing. They've gone, in, gone down. in Arabia <laughs> and gone down and got it. Or, or they've posted it on high pages. Somebody's replied to the oh, I've looked at it uh, <laughs> several times. It's a yep. it's a bloody big ship. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I believe there's something in the order of about $9 billion <laughs> worth of stock on not it's just that bit. ship. It's all the other ships that are parked up behind it. It's the size. <laughs> it's the size of... It's the biggest thing I've ever seen. It's the size of four football fields. Yeah, she's big. So, um... Yep. What's he just gone right a little early? Well, I heard there was uh, either a sandstorm, a yes. windstorm, or he just fell asleep at the wheel. Right. <laughs> Sleep at the <laughs> wheel sure. on the big sure. ship. Yeah. The MV Ever Given, which is longer yeah. than four football fields, has been wedged yes. across the entire canal. Yes. It's now, this is the Elwood Canal. No, this is the Suez Canal. Do you know how many boats go through the Suez Canal oh, on a I, daily I, basis? Oh, I bet nine million. <laughs> well, not that many, but a lot. <laughs> I looked into this, and I did some research. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, always, well, I always get nervous when you've done research. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but I looked into it. And um, it's about 50 um, boats a day, boats, ships, go through this thing a day. they're all big container ships, aren't they? They're all the well, yeah, they're huge. They're huge. Got cars and, you know. 12% of the world's trade passes through the 200-kilometre channel every day. Right. 12%. Of all the world's trade goes through here. So what we've got now is a blockage. You know, you see, you had this thing called coronavirus. I don't know if you've heard of it. So we had that. That stopped ships. And then we've had this thing stop ships. So what's happened is there's delays everywhere. Everyone's blocked up. It's like a massive sort of, you know, we need more Metamucil. It's massive blockage. And now we've got containers. Yes. We've got a shortage of containers. Oh, Cause, right, because they should come Because China's again. shipping, but they're yep. all stuck in different things, so we haven't got enough containers now. So do you think our... Uh, That's the extent of the research, but um, <laughs> it's good to see it's unblocked. Do you think that uh, ScoMo might sort of lean on that and go, see, I told you why we haven't got the vaccine here. It's stuck on a boat in the Suez Canal. Well, they reckon there's a fair <laughs> bit on it, <laughs> amongst other things. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. So yeah. there you go. So yeah. that's good to see that it's been unblocked. Fair chance it might be a drug shortage. I had a blockage. We had a blockage in our block of flats during the week, oh, but it you? really doesn't pass muster when you consider the size of that blockage. You, I assume this has never happened before. Well, apparently the ship's not. Actually, sort of gone to you know, he's got to do a reverse park. Yes, I know. <laughs> and he's gone the twin screw engines. He's got them around the wrong way, and he's they managed to block the entire width of the. Do you reckon they've ever thought about, do you reckon we should widen this at some stage? Well, so at least one ship could get past if it does end up sign-on? Normally they put pilots on them, don't they, in the bay? You know, they, well, they say, so I know these conditions better than you, Sunshine, so I'm jumping on and I'm taking over the the helm. Do you think there's a sewers pilot? Or do you think he was a suicide sewers pilot? 
<laughs> and he was trying. He's a kamikaze pilot. This kamikaze. Like, in all sorts of trouble. He went. He oh, went mad. He went left when he should have gone right. It's just one of those. You know, it's that old adage of. You never think about it until it really happens. No, do you know what? Do you know what else it is? Never imagined that a ship might just swing around the wrong way and no. block the canal for a week. It's the world's biggest wedgie. <laughs> the world's biggest wedgie. <laughs> it is the world's there, biggest there, wedgie. There'll be new terminology now. They'll call it the sewers wedgie. <laughs> the sewers wedgie. <laughs> yeah. All sorts of trouble. Now, well, I caught my eye through the week because that hasn't happened before. Well, that's what. Like, well, amazingly, I think. Because you don't think about it. But well, it's, maybe, um, uh, so, so do we think that because he spun around 90 degrees and then clearly towards the edge there'll be a bank when yeah. it sort of comes up, but he's managed to wedge the bum and then wedge the nose yeah. and then he can't move. He's like he's reverse parked yeah. and he's just got stuck. Yeah, and he yeah. sort of hit the car in front and hit the car behind. <laughs> That's right, and he's absolutely stuck. So, so how, do we, how do we think our old mate got out? Well, I think a rising tide floats all boats. Right. So and that's what they were hoping on. Just takes a week for the tide just to takes rise. Away, the, the tide rolls in and it floats it up and then he can get it going again. I tell you, they, haven't, you they haven't had a great time, ships, have they, over the last sort of 10 years? Well, what you know, do you mean? Big, well, the big passenger ship where old mate went, you know, he goes past every year and he gives all the people on the on the land a wave and he stuck this thing. Right. Oh, that guy. Yeah, the Italian passenger ship. That he wasn't good, to, was he, that guy? No, he's in, he's in a lot of trouble. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then uh, the old lean to. So yeah. he's at 45 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. I bet they got a good view from there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was going to go on a cruise in May. It got cancelled. Yeah, I'm not sure right. why. Yeah, going in 2074. Yeah, well, yeah, I think yeah. I am now. Yeah, I think you are. Hey, um, by the way, there's also traffic jams in space. What? Yeah. There's a fair bit up there. There's a lot of, lot of metal up there. Yeah? This is from a report out of London that says low Earth orbit is beginning to resemble a ring road at rush hour. Oh. Filled with satellites that are getting perilously close to each other. What, four million miles apart? Now, apparently NASA, I don't know <laughs> why. Perilously they, close? NASA's got right of way. So they're oh. like, NASA's like the give way sign. Oh. They've got right of way. Oh. Are you the motorcade yeah, coming so we've got right of way. So they have to get Elon Musk's space junk either way. He's got a fair bit up there. Because he's got a bit up there too. Yeah, he is. He's chucked a fair bit up. Yeah. Um, but he's launching a satellite monthly. A satellite monthly. Mm. Is that a magazine? It's a, ma- it's a magazine. <laughs> it's right. It is. That's for all the propellants. Guess what? Sat- satellite monthly is coming your way, yeah. boys. Where's my latest edition of Satellite <laughs> Monthly? Satellite. It's got a centerfold of Elon Musk in every <laughs> yeah, edition. Yeah. Oh, and doesn't that give a whole new meaning to SpaceX? <laughs> so, well, we, and he's showing his space junk in every. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's chucking up a satellite every month because he's got a thing called a Starlink server. And it right. beams high-speed internet oh. to parts of Earth that they can't get, you know, broadband copper cable right. to. So is he sort of a 10G or <laughs> and they don't bounce? Kaboom! <laughs> <laughs> went approval to put up twelve thousand of them in the, the next five years. Doesn't he want to create a, a, a colony up there? Well, he, that's that he's, that's his side project. Oh. This is this is just part of his commercial oh. thing. And um, he has to. He's, he's got responsibility to make sure the satellites take evasive action. Evasive action right. to mitigate. Yes, that's a that's a mitigate close approaches and avoid collisions with NASA assets. So d- does it go? So on it's the- becoming really busy up there. 
They're going to need air traffic controllers for all the satellites <laughs> up there, mate. At the moment, they're going, oh, we got one coming in. Here we go. We've missed it by two millimetres. So so for the uh, the new police coming into the force, mm. you know, when they go to traffic duty, <laughs> send them up there. it's just going to send them up. Hey, boys, you're going up for about three years yeah. and uh, you're on point duty. <laughs> so forget Flinders Street and Elizabeth Street where you're just doing the U-turns. Well, you're you, you're going after space. Well, I tell you what, if these uh, if these um, uh, I was going to say hovercrafts, that's not the word I'm looking for, is it? Hoverboards? No, these no, <laughs> hoverboards. These drones. Drones. They reckon yes. one day are just going to be taxis. You know, we're going to get we're going to go to a th- thirty-five Collins Street. <laughs> well, we're going to go to thirty-five Collins Street. We're going to go to the fifty-fifth floor, and there'll be a helipad up there, and you'll get in your you'll get in your drone. There'll be six of you. Yep. Straight out of the airport. We've talked about the Jetsons before on this yeah, program. No, no, this is this is going to happen. This is going to happen before your hoverboard arrives. Well, thank you for the segue. Yeah, because yes, I have a piece. I have a piece on All this. All things electric. Electric planes. Ah. Electric planes. Geez, you're good at segways. <laughs> so, this is happening right now. Okay, in yes. June, yes. European authorities issued the world's first certification. Right. For an all-electric aircraft. That's a big rubber stamp. It's a big rubber stamp. Yeah. It's a Slovenian plane. <laughs> Yours. So much. Yours. <laughs> Any takers? Yeah. Flights, 1099. It's got two seats, <laughs> and it flies for an hour before it needs to recharge. Right. Now, think about that for a minute. Oh, I am. Because you'd want to come down <laughs> before you recharge, right? <laughs> And how's the navigation system <laughs> when it goes off course by half an hour? Yes, but it's a start, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, based on this, yes. they're, pro- they're projecting, predicting, yeah. predicting, projecting, <laughs> projecting, an electric plane could be flying passengers between European cities in five years yeah. under a project announced by a French startup company hoping to become the Tesla of aviation. I think they're hoping to become the Tesla of aviation because their share price will go through the roof, uh, not because so. their planes work. They'll be very quiet. So the, the initial uh, aircraft um, founded by this French company is has got six electric motors driving its propellers. Yep. Uh, it's got a ni- 19 seats and it's uh, it's under development. Um, it's founded by two former Airbus engineers. Yes. So this thing is becoming quite real. And um, the biggest problem, apparently... Finding a test passenger? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. The other biggest problem yeah. is the batteries weigh a bit. Oh, do they? Surprise, Which, surprise. Because with planes, weight's a bit of a thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah, would have thought so. Yeah. yeah. So they've got to get some bat- some lighter batteries so they can fit the passengers in. Right. Mm. Good luck with that project. So, uh, so I, I'm all for the electric planes. Yeah, but we might let them CO2 do a bit of testing first. Yeah, to emissions and you know all of that that goes yeah. with it. No, I'm all for it. Just uh, let me out. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> just, just letting you know it's all underway so, over there. Will we have that before we have a driverless RV? No, you've already got a driverless RV. Really? You've already got driverless trucks in Europe. Yeah. You have. You haven't been doing your... You're, you're normally all over this like a... Well, I just haven't seen a lot like about it. Like a kid it. on a chip. You, you know my, my dream theory, don't you? We're, yes. we're going we're gonna to get in the RV, you know, just around the corner here. We're going to dial up Lawn, mm. and we're going to go around the Great Ocean Road, and we're going to have lunch. We're going to get on the beers. Sit there. We're going to get on the beers, 
Uh, and it's going to drive us all the way around the Great Ocean Road, take us to Lawn. Well, it's not far away, mate. Really? Yeah. You'd rather get in a car than a plane? Uh, I haven't got much choice. But if a plane was on before the car, you'd get in a plane? Yeah, as long as we've got plenty of testing. Let's Would you get in a drone? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, because the other thing, because it's like some of these smaller planes now, right? They've got parachutes in the top of them. I saw one, uh, I saw a vision of one the other day. Yeah. Motor cut out, no good. Wooshka, all over. Big parachute. Back it, down to earth. It works? Parachute, yep. Absolutely. No problem at all. So stick a parachute in the top of the drone. Easy. Well, you've probably got six props anyway. Where do the propellers go in relation to the parachute? Well, the propellers on the front. And then all they're all sort I of... Know, the drones, they, they were... Well, the drone's like an octagon, isn't it? You know, so you're going to have one at sort of each point, and you and just have just the parachute have a parachute in the middle, in the middle. And just a bit of string and, you know, the, the big... The, what, have you just big... got a hammock under it that you lie in? Oh, I don't know. No, you just stay there and just float down gently. Like a hang glider, just well, sit in a thing. It's like par- just parachuting for, you know, in your in your drone. So you'd, you'd be happy to just to get a, one of those out to the airport? Why not? What'd you do with your all your luggage? Take it. Well, that goes on. Does it? Yeah, there's only six of you at a time, probably. Okay. You'd be out there in four minutes flat. You would. Be great. Because the train they're talking about yeah. is like a 45 or 50 minute trip. No, oh, it's no good. Because it's going to go and stop at a new station out in Sunshine or wherever they're going to build that. Yeah. You know, they'll have to refuel it. Wherever the votes come from. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, the world, uh, how much the world will change before you and I, uh, you know, enter the uh, the other world, I don't know, but I shall watch with great. Do you reckon they'll have um, driverless sh- ships? Because that would, yeah, they could replace yeah. old mate who's stunk up the sewers canal. Well, I'll tell you what. They I, could have robot, robots doing that. Well, I just, I, I want the robot I've showed you, the uh, the American um, soldier. The gunslinger. Robot. Oh, how good is he? You do need him at home at the moment, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You probably can't go there. But um, No, that that was impressive. That, yeah, I saw that. That robot was very impressive. But, mate, I, I, the world is changing. Um, you know, it's as much about us trying to go greener and cleaner and do all that sort of stuff, and technology will catch up. It's all supply and demand. Um so sorry, I've opened you know, the batting there on a very high-tech theme, oh, you have, which is very have. unlike me. I was going to say... <laughs> it, so I'm trying. It's not been your sweet spot for many no, years. it hasn't. But anyway, well done, you. Good uh, on me. Um, well, I'll tell you what. You talk about things where you might be a bit stiff. You hear about old mate uh, over in the Philippines? He, uh, he got attacked by a group of people uh, in January 2020. So old mate, has he got a name? Yeah, old mate. Uh, yeah, Ryan. Ryan. It's <laughs> a very Filipino name. Ryan Tomeo. Yeah, oh, that's, actually, uh, that's yeah, a bit better. He's got plenty of mayo on the Tomeo, hasn't he? Um, no, I beg your pardon. Kent Ryan Tomeo. His name's Kent. Kent. Yes. Clark I'm Kent. Just, uh, I'm just uh, correcting myself. So um, he got, uh, he got attacked. Of, he, a couple of lads came up and shoved a knife into him. And he said, that's not a knife. Went, this is a knife. No. He went, that hurt. Um, so oh, he, to, got, he got stuck with an off. So off to hospital, and uh, and he got treated. He, yeah. he got dealt with by the doctors. And Survived? Beautiful, yeah. So they stitched him, you know, stitched him up. And, yeah. Well, as time went on, he sort of, he said he occasionally felt some pain in his chest. Yes. And uh, he wasn't quite sure. So he's so gone back stabbing in. pains were they? Um, only, yeah, <laughs> literally, because uh, all that they'd realised was the doctor didn't take an X-ray. Oh. At the time when he was presented to hospital. Right. So he's actually stitched him up. Yes. Yeah, he left the knife inside. He's left the <laughs> yeah. knife inside. Ten centimetre blade. 
Well, that, so, and that's jiggling around in there, just cutting him up. The 10-centimetre blade was detected 14 months later as part of a medical test for a new job. Well done, sir. You've just set the alarm off. I think you've got a 10-centimetre ten, ten blade inside you. So is this, the, is this the original knife attack or is yeah. this the surgeon's no, knife? No, this is the... Uh, Wow. By this group so of, did, he, um, did he have tetanus or something? I don't know. He plans to return to the original hospital to have the blade removed. Does he? I'd go to a new one. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go to one with x-rays. Oh, I, and that led me to think. Uh, and I, and yeah, he, he, for 14 months, he thought, you I've got bad indigestion. I was just thinking about all the things where people might get sewn up and uh, they haven't checked whether they've actually removed something. But that's probably about as far as I can go. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I think uh, so, um, we better catch our breath for a minute because we've got to look after some sponsors. Yeah, and the, the Filipino the hospitals, yeah. they need to get some x-ray machines. Yeah, they do. I'm tipping. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, back yeah. after the break. Stroke can happen to anybody at any age. The best way to help someone is to learn the signs of stroke and know how to act fast. F is for face. Has their face drooped? A is for arms. Can they lift both arms? S is for speech. Is their speech slurred? Do they understand you? T is for time. Call triple zero. Time is critical. If you see any of these symptoms, act fast. Learn the signs of stroke and you could save a life. Go to strokefoundation.org.au forward slash fast to find out more. Hey, g'day. You got a minute to talk about organ and tissue donation? Before the game starts. Me? Well, I've registered to be a donor. It was really quick to do. It's great to know that there's more Australians like me saying yes to organ donation than ever before. Because there's always someone who'll need a transplant. One day it could be you, or me, or one of our family members. So why not say yes to donation and register today at donatelife.gov.au. This project is sponsored by the Organ and Tissue Authority. School zones are now in operation, so please drive carefully. Get a load of tech. Upload, download, reload with TechLoad. Updates, news, tech experts. Get tech ahead. Drive Tech, 6 to 7 every Wednesday with Sandra Spencer, here on 88.3 Southern FM. On FM, online, and on TuneIn, 24-7. This is 88.3 Southern FM. Two smoking guns right here, 88.3 Southern FM. Sounds of the Bay Side, and, uh, yeah, gee, you, you've knocked me out of the park with your technical stuff today, I'll yes. tell you. I've gone high tech. Yeah, you have. Yeah. I, I, it's that hoverboard thing, isn't it? You just can't well, let that go. You, no. You really, you really got, you, you want to be Marty, don't you? For Christmas, <laughs> for Christmas, you know what to buy me. Get yeah, in early. I just got to ring Musky and see whether he's. Yeah, my hoverboard, my hoverboard's one. on that ship, mate. Uh, do you it's think? Do if I said to you, do you think the words Queen and Czar would go together? Oh well, you know, I'll trade you my Queen and raise you a Czar. Well, czar. well um, uh, Her Majesty. Mm. Um, uh, and probably in light of recent events, may I suggest and pose. The Queen is considering appointing a diversity chief. Of course, because that would be politically correct to do uh, so. It has emerged as Buckingham Palace aides acknowledge they are not getting the results they should on minority representation. (laughs) (laughs) What what results are they after in particular? 
talk about the spin doctors going hard here, eh? The palace has drawn up plans to seek independent views. Good on them. Good on them. We like your views. <laughs> uh, on how to improve its approach to diversity, including toward ethnic minorities. Yes, yes. yes. Disabled people, yes, as well as the gay and trans communities. Of course, oh, <laughs> she'll be all over that, won't she? They've had the PR team in, haven't they? <sighs> the news comes after Prince Harry and Meghan, the Duke and Duchess, assassins, alleged in their recent interview with Oprah that a member of the royal family had raised concerns about the, the, the child that was going to be born. Yes, we we'll don't. We'll dance around this because just we don't leave, want to offend people. But leave it um, as it was. well, I did. We I didn't say found it. it quite remarkable. We didn't say it. That they they wheel in the PR team. Yeah. The first thing that comes out is a book, allegedly put together by the the other one. Oh yeah. Um, Williams Mrs. Oh yeah. Yep. yep. What's her name? Yeah, Kate. Kate. Uh, um, and she's put together a photography exhibition book about the uh, coronavirus, frontline people. So all of a sudden that's hit the shelves. Yep. Probably due at Christmas time. I thought they've brought that forward. And then, yep. of course, they're producing some lovely pictures of the of the family with their little red setter and doing all of that for the for the women's magazines. And, and do you think there'll be some crockery that might there'll be, be some, be there'll be some porcelain well, produced? Porcelain. And the I corgis, tell you what, the corgis might get their own. We, we were talking the other day. Do you know the you know, Prince Philip character? Yeah, is he the old bloke? What's yeah, the old yeah, bloke's yeah, name? Philip. Yep. He's ninety nine, right? Yeah. He's yeah. out of hospital. Yeah. I reckon they've got him in formaldehyde. Oh. <laughs> and I reckon they're hanging on to him till he makes a hundred, so they can get some more ceremony and ceremony ceremonial portraiture. And no, some... he just wants a letter from his wife. She and a telegram him. from his wife. <laughs> from his wife. And they can put out some more crockery yeah. then. So, so uh, after, the spin doctors have got hold of them. So after 700,000 years, the, the royals say, this is an issue taken very seriously across royal households. Yes, of course it is. Jeez, hey? <laughs> so they're going to get the czar who's going to be the chief of diversity. I thought when you were going to talk about that, you were talking about the Tsar had replaced the Joker in the deck of cards. Oh, well, has there been a, we're changing the changing of the Tsar? Well, they're changing. I, I took you through last week how they're changing Monopoly. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So all the community chest cards are out, and now they're community gift giving cards. Now, given mm. that we you've just you've just given me a wonderful segue, so I, well done, you sir. Well done, man. Um, because I'm now going to talk you through because I, I you know I was looking at we last week we did the Who Am I. Mm. Which is all a bit of fun. No, I enjoyed that. Yeah, you enjoyed that. You were very good You're at half it too. Right. You were very good at it too. So, as part of uh, while I was doing my research, mm. I also came across celebrities that are now over ninety. So this is the uh, well, there'd be several. Well, that's quite staggering because so they have I'm, they they get looked after. The so I'm going to give you uh, this particular actor with the iconic voice, um, whose movie Senior Moment was released in February, celebrating entering his what birthday? Um, I'm going to give you William Shatner. Oh, from Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah, I reckon old Billy Boy. Oh, I reckon he's ninety three. He's ninety. Ninety. Yes, on the dot. So uh, he's going. Is to Spock still with us? Uh, I th- no, I, no th- I think he's I th- moved on. Leonard yeah, Nimoy. I, I th- yeah, I think Spock's gone to. Uh, he's gone to. Where to, was he from? The other, yeah, the other planet. <laughs> he was know, from. The, uh, yeah, the, 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 someone will ring it. The, the V finger planet. Yeah. Someone will ring it. He was a Vulcan. He was a Vulcan, yeah, of course. Yeah, so he's gone to. He's uh, gone back to the Vulcanator. 
He's gone to uh, the Vulcan Nation. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, there's a name I haven't heard for a long time. How about uh, acting musician and activist who suffered a seizure in 2015, came out of retirement to shoot a stirring scene for Spike Lee's Oscar-nominated 2018 film Blackens Man. Mm-hmm. He walked on the set. Uh, anyway, um, how about Harry Belafonte? Well, I didn't know he was yeah. still with us. So he is still with us, Harry uh, Belafonte, and he is... He'd be 93. He's 94. Oh, okay. So there you go. So he's, uh, he's still... Is he uh, still okay after his stroke and well, his I think so. He, uh, he shot the scene three times, shook hands and posed for pictures with everyone, gave me a hug and then he was out of there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Send me the cheque on the mail. Yeah, see you later. Uh, and then we've got uh, Mr Gene Hackman. Is Gene Hackman still kicking around? I love Gene Hackman. Yeah, Gene's good. He was a ripper. He's been in some ripping good films. So, um, Gene... Oh, I'm going to go 93. Well, not quite yet, but... uh, So, he's 91. Good on him. Yep. That's good going. Now, here's another beauty. Is he still Um, acting in films, or has he given it away? Well, I don't know. At 91, if if he's still getting a role at 91, he's going very, very He could play a crotchety old guy sitting on a porch in a rocking chair. Yeah, just with a shotgun or something. And they they kill his bunny, and he goes on this massive rampage (laughs) at 91 with a walker. We've still got... James Earl Jones. Oh, he's good, yeah, James he's Earl Jones. Good. So um, he, Did joined, he, he was in Roots, wasn't he? he was he in Roots? Uh, was he in something? Remember that? Looking back at my life and extensive career, yeah, the big I'm gravelly so voice. proud of my work and accomplishments. I love growing older and wiser with time. Well, uh, anyway, so James Earl Jones, 90 years of age. 90? 90. 90. He had a lovely big voice, didn't he? Now, James Earl Jones. Do you remember who Betty White was? Well, she was a model, and she was a poster girl in the war. Right. I believe. Uh, if it's the same Betty that I know so well. Well, I, I think she was in the Golden Girls or something. Oh, too, okay, different she? Betty then. Is that the Betty? Anyway, no, that... she, she's 99. The Golden so Girls she... were three old ducks, weren't they? Yep. They were old yep. 30 years ago. Yep. They were 70, 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, cause she's tell Because she's nearly 100. Well, good on her. <laughs> now... Oh, there uh, we go. The King of Sting. Uh, <laughs> show me up. Uh, now, <laughs> I talked about this bloke last week because he's got a politically incorrect name. Yes. Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> does Dick? Dick does. <laughs> so Richard Van... Yes, that was him. Richard Van Dyke. Yeah. He was in Mary Poppins, wasn't he? Or Chitty yes. Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah, all of the above. Yes. Um, uh, he's hardly a... Did he have a show? The Dick Van yeah, Dyke Dick Van, Show? Dick Van Dyke Show. Was it around the time of the Mary Tyler Moore Show? No, it was about 1735. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, he... Uh, Dutch. Dutch, I'm tipping. Dutch, Van yeah, Dyke. Uh, Van Dyke. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Mary Poppins Returns. He was in the... Oh, did she do a Mary Poppins Returns? In his cameo, in Mary Poppins Returns, Van Dyke is hardly aged a day. Um, since oh sorry, since he started in the original, which was in 1964. Oh, see, well, there you go. So he's 95. 95, 95. I. 95 I. He is now nice, uh, Dicky. This uh, 
this lovely lady, she just keeps going. She, um, Angela Lansbury is still with us. Is she? Yep. Is she still solving mysteries? No, I don't know. Hey? It's a mystery that she's 95, <laughs> I think. But anyway, that's the only mystery, I think. But anyway, good on her. She is, uh, so she turned 95 on October the 16th, 2020, amidst COVID. Yeah. Uh, so she's going beautifully. Good um, on her. she English? Uh, oh, I would think so. Yeah. 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 Uh, so she's been in uh, Mrs. Potts in Beauty and the Beast, and most recently uh, Mary Poppins Returns as well. Oh, so, yeah, they're, they're wheeling them all out for Mary Poppins Returns. Mary Poppins. Anyway, um, then... Uh, in Mary Poppins 3, Gene Hackman hacks them all to death. <laughs> How about our mate, your head, make my be? Really? Yeah. I wouldn't have yeah, thought Clint yeah. would have been that old. He's still going, and he turned... May the 31st last year, he turned night high. He's still got a couple of films left in him, I reckon. Beautifully. Because he did that one when when he was the old guy sitting on the porch. Yeah, Gran Gran Torino. Gran Torino. That was a belter. Yeah, good good film. He was about 85 when he did that one, and he still took on the street gangs. No, he's going beautifully. And we've still got Barbara. Do you reckon he could do a re- remake of The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, just for old time's sake? Because he, be, he could be the ugly one now. Uh, he could just be the good, the old and the ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and we've still got Barbara Walters. Isn't she? Now, wasn't she a television... Yeah, she's this iconic journalist who, you know... She's iconic, was she? I, I, I used to love watching it uh, as the years went on because the, um, the it would appear as though there was sort of some sort of a film across... A Vaseline the, yeah, film well, on the lens. No, there was just slightly blurred, yes. uh, potentially. But anyway, good on her. Um, Barb. Yeah, she, she's 91. Barb. There's a lot of good Barb's. Yeah, Barbara Eden. So yeah, well, yeah. Well, she, I don't think she's with us. No, anymore. she's she, dreamer she, Jane. Yeah, she's I gone. think she jumped at a bottle um, not so long ago. Yeah. Uh, Bob Newhart. Oh, I kind of remember him. Yeah, he had so, the Bob Newhart show um, or something, didn't he? Oh, he's actually born on the same day as me. Is he? Yes, he is. Good on him. Yes, good on you, Bob. He's ninety-one. Does he know that? Uh, you know, it's, that we share a birthday. <laughs> share yeah, a we birthday. Should, we should swap birthday cards. You should swing him a note. Uh, <laughs> Hey, Bob. Uh, and the other one that was born on my birthday was um, Freddie Mercury. Oh, just, just no, go. he wouldn't know, would he? He's no longer with us. I mean, you know, they'd say to people... You share a lot of musical traits with Freddie well, Mercury. Well, I was going to say, if I was standing with Bob and Freddie, they'd be going... Singing isn't one of them. <laughs> Uh, they'd be going, Scotty, who's the bloke standing next to you and Bob? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, Ed Asner. He's still with us. Oh, he... Oh, oh, yeah, grumpy oh, old bloke. Yeah. Mary Tyler Moore show. That's it? Yeah. That's uh, it? Anyway. Um, he was the grumpy boss or something. He's won seven Emmys. Has he? Yep. Just hanging around with Mary. Six too many. Six too many. <laughs> <laughs> 91. Good on him. Uh, Eva Marie Saint. Oh, well, as quoted in a great Lloyd Cole and the Commotion song, Eva Marie Saint. Yeah. In On the Waterfront. She was with a Marlon Brando. very attractive young lady, uh, and um, she's still attractive now at uh, a sprightly 96. Yes, she <laughs> was in On the Waterfront with Marlon Brando. Right. Now, I... Just, just saying. Oh, sugar, this bloke... This bloke's done The Price is Right. Tony Barber's not 90, <laughs> is he? <laughs> I, I did hear Tony Barber the other day. Um, Bob Barker. Don't know, Bob. Uh, anyway, 97, Bob. Uh, How many more you got? There can't be too many more. Not too many. Um, What about To Sue With Love? 
Oh, Sydney Poitier. Poitier, 94. Is he? Yeah. That's a great film. Good song, too, by Lulu. Yeah, yep. Norman uh, Norman Lear. No idea who Norman Lear was. Anyway, uh, he's 98. Um, He's on your list, though. Gina Rowland's 90. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. Yeah. Blazing Saddles. 94. One of the funniest. (laughs) Yes, he's a very funny man, Mel Brooks. Um, I always remember that baked bean scene. uh, uh, (laughs) Blazing Saddles. And then this one for you. Yes. Here we are in the depths of South America. Richard Attenborough. Tried David. That was David. (laughs) His brother. His brother. (laughs) He's not. David Attenborough. He's 94. Richard Attenborough. Um, Tony Bennett. 94. Singer. Yeah. He still he still yeah. sings in Vegas. Going beautifully. Yeah. So, um, yeah. In fact, that's the only place he sings because well, they did, wheel him uh, out. He did, he did a lovely album with um, Amy Housewine. Did he? <laughs> did he? <laughs> Before she sadly uh, departed this earth as well. Yeah, uh, there's a few more here I really don't know, so I'm not going to drag you down, uh, down that lane, but um, Johnny Gilbert, I don't know. Dr. Ruth Wiestheimer, 92, Johnny Gilbert. Uh, Robert it, Wagner. This oh, is Robert one. Wagner. Robert Wagner. He's here a ripper. Uh, uh, with Where's TV he? roles, it takes a thief, switch, and heart to heart, yeah. probably his most Who was he um, swinging hands with? Oh, I don't know. Every... As many as he could, I think. <laughs> no, he was married to someone. Was he? Yeah. Anyway, he's 91. So I just thought... Got the Aussies there on your list? No. Can you come back next week and give me some Aussie celebrities yeah, that I are might, over I 90? might have to do the over 70. <laughs> yeah, well, can't bring it back a decade. That's I'm fine. Not, I'm not sure. Anyway, so... Uh, Daryl Summers will be 80 soon, won't he? Surely. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway... Oh, hello, Daryl. Our strop, our strop might be getting up there. He'll be his 70s. Well, I hope Paul Hogan, Paul he's in his 70s. Yeah. There'll be a few. Yeah, no, there'll be a few. Bob, um, what's his name? Um, <laughs> Bob, what's his name? <laughs> Bob, what's his oh, name? Oh, beautifully, yeah. Bert Newton would be in his 80s, wouldn't he? Yeah. yeah. So. so you could get a couple yeah. up. Righto. Huh? What have you got? It's your me? job for next week. All right. Just oh, to do I, a bit of that. Aussies over 90. Aussies over, well, Aussies go over 80. <laughs> We're a young country. <laughs> Might be a very a land of flooding rain. <laughs> Might be a very short list. They had a few, bit of rain in Sydney too, Have didn't they? The other ever. week, ever? Hey? Nearly a thousand millimeters. That was pretty incredible. Horse like race in got delayed. Four days. Yeah, yeah. It was apocalyptic. So um, that's all, right. all good. Now, well, we might um, we might take a short break, and then we might come back. I've got a lovely little story for you after the break. Well, we're going to be in the home stretch again. Yeah, well, we are, but I've got a couple more high techies. Right. Yep, I'm going to sit back and just listen with glee and interest. Well, I've got a couple, bit more high tech. Oh, more high tech. I don't know why. It's just I've got... Look at you go. I've, I've got a you'll theme buy, going. You'll buy a TV on the way over <laughs> this way. <laughs> well, I might upgrade my wireless. Yes. All right, let's see after the break. Right on, mate. The mate with the high-tech Bluetooth fish finder, but not a life jacket. You know the type. So when enjoying the water, make the right call to keep your mates safe. Make sure they wear a life jacket. A message from your mates at Royal Life Saving. Space, what is it? Where is it? What's out there? Who's out there? What are we doing in space and why? If you've ever wondered about space and space flight, then tune into the Space Show every Wednesday between 7 and 8 p.m. Every Saturday morning from 10 until noon, you can hear all the latest Australian releases on the all-new Saturday Osmosis. Interviews with the artists and live studio performances. All new, all Australian, all genres, all good. All new Saturday Osmosis, every Saturday morning from 10 until noon. 
Are you feeling out of breath or do you have a lingering cough? This is not normal. Lung disease affects almost one in three Australians. Take two minutes to check your lung health today. Visit lungfoundation.com.au forward slash check. You're listening to 88.3 Southern FM. And welcome back to the Two Smoking Gardens, Scotty. Oh, <laughs> sound effects from you, lovely. Nice, good. Go now, ahead. continuing on my theme, which seems to be a theme this week, I just, I don't know, it's all these conversations we keep having, I keep getting interested in tech. Are you going back to tech again? Well, I've got more tech. More tech? Yeah. I don't want to waste all my tech in one show, but... So I've had no wine, no bees, I've got wine, no which you like me to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come home with a oh, sale. You're, you're uh, not going to be out of my chair here. Anyway. High-tech body scanners will be used to screen visitors at Victorian jails this year in an effort to head off drug traffickers hoping to exploit pent-up demand on the inside. <sighs> so um, clearly the prisoners have been starved with supply. They've been... The smugglers have been turning to drones to drop drones into prisons to keep their customers in supply during the lockout. Yes. So um, all these new scanners are are used to detect contraband hidden inside clothing and sometimes inside people's bodies. Oh, any any fruitcakes? Um, (laughs) With big files? They have found, previously found, uh, drugs stitched into shirt collars and baseball caps and embedded in letter seals. Um, they've installed drone detection technology at all the five facilities in Victoria considered most at risk. So as people start coming back and they're allowed to visit prisons, they're yep. concerned that they're going to be smuggling in stuff. Yep. So they've put on these high-tech scanners. Good. And uh, as uh, as it was quoted here, it's uh, a long way from the early days of the women's jail at Deer Park when it was unsophist- as a unsophisticated as throwing tennis balls over the fence right? containing contraband. said contraband. Right. So there you go. That's good to see that um, that they've upped their technology. That gives a whole new meaning to juice. Juice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because there's clearly juice inside those tennis balls. Yes. And in another little piece of tech, 3D printers. Oh, I Remember love, these? I love 3D well, I'm printers. I'm going to get one. Yeah, I love them. They're now building homes in America with 3D printers. Yep. Yep. In Rancho Mirage, which is a desert city in California, IA, yes. a vision of the future of housing is about to be created. It will be. Right? Yep. 3D printers the size of garages are building the homes for the world's first fully 3D printed residential neighbourhood. No, no doubt. Huh? Absolutely no doubt. So, um, so in... It's not the first time they've done homes. Then a couple of times last year, there's um, there's been homes homes printed for low income families. Yep. Uh, China uses the technique for offices and flats. But what happens with these printers is they create layers using molten material, which hardens in the sunlight. Yep. And the houses are little are pretty much built like Lego bricks. Yep. Absolutely. Hundred percent. So Sam Rubin, co-founder of Mighty Buildings, yeah. this is his company. Does it say billionaire in brackets? Not yet. Yeah. It says millionaire, <laughs> not billionaire. Um, the printers could make a 33-square-metre home in 25 hours. Wow. How good is a 3D printer? Well, now, if memory serves, and I, I'm happy to stand corrected, but it's my understanding that they've been using these 3D printers for a long time, especially in space, where they actually went up, made the tools that they need in space, 
rather than go, here's your box of Sid Crow. Oh, that's a good idea. Because they weigh too much. Yeah. So they actually, here we go. Now, Send them up dial there. up, I need a spanner, I need a wrench, I need a hammer, and they just printed them off up in, uh, up in space. Gee, we're clever sometimes, I us know. human races, yeah, aren't we? I know, it's pretty clever. So that's all I've got for you on oh, tech. Right. Well, 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 actually, I've got a little bit more on tech, <laughs> and it segues into my other favourite topic, alcohol. <laughs> what have you turned what into this week? <laughs> I've got a 3D printer that turns water into wine, Scotty. <laughs> You'll be making your own bottles next. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. No, this is the tech uh, that they're introducing into our friend with the green shed up the road. Yeah. Um, they're about to demerge from their current parent company. Oh, um, yes. Really? And they're building uh, digital shelf technology that sends beverage information to shoppers' phones. So you'll be able to go into their new oh. facility, not up the road here, but in South Melbourne. Yep. And you can go up to the shelf and you can put your barcode on. Yep. And it'll tell you all about the, the bottle of wine in front of you or the, or the beer or whatever. Yep. And uh, you can order it or you can get more information on it. Yep. You can get product information, read customer reviews. You can get the whole That's good. thing, right? That's good. It's all good. Yeah. And uh, so what they're doing in these said stores, um, which we've been in, you and I were talking, we've, we used to frequent them yeah, a lot I, during I, I, COVID. I've been there once or twice. Yeah. Mm. Uh, they're, they're doing in-store education. Uh, they're delivering fresh beer from brewers around the, the, the state. Of Victoria, so, so, so you can boutique, go. Boutique, you can take yeah. it home in a growler. You know, you know what a growler is. Yeah, I believe I do. It's, yeah. a, it's like a, a the big a, um, mug, mug, yeah. rather than tins and cans and bottles. Yes, um, they're doing a lot more craft beer. They're going to have four hundred and fifty different brands of beer. How do they all survive? So that's going to take. I did the I did the maths. Yeah, it's going to take me one year and ten months to try each one. Right. If I have one a day. Okay. Righto. Good luck with that project. Yeah, well, it's, you know, I've got to do something now, you know. <laughs> Post-COVID. Well. And uh, what they've called, I love this term, because the owner of the the, the business, yep. he's calling these new stores a shrine to discovery. Oh. Which I quite like. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, but uh, at the heart of the store is the central areas where customers can experience what they call Magic moments. Oh, of course. Which include wine and spirit tasting, a merchant's corner with recommendations from the store's resident wine connoisseur, and micro classes. So they want more share of mind, don't they? They, they actually want, want share you to of stay mind. there longer. They want a customer experience that more, keeps you in there. A bit more education about yes. it. Mm. Right. And they're doing their bit because 30% of their new beer range is from Victoria. Wow. Local they're supporting local breweries. Very good. Which I think is a good thing. Yep. And they're using the technology to improve education. Yeah, okay. I mean, that'll be an, that's the interesting that's part. That's my right? future for, career. How much? Because <laughs> I'm going to become a wine sommelier. Uh, and I'm be- going to go to work. And so I thought I'd be in you know my post-work career, I'd be a lollipop man. Well, I find you. But I'm going to be a lollipop man within one of these stores. <laughs> so when people look lost and lonely, I'll be able to wander up to them and say, "Looking for the French Beaujolais? Just, I, I, just this way." I won't find you at Attica <laughs> with a leather-bound case. No, I think that's a little bit. Uh, that's a little bit too snobby for me. I think I'd rather be at the supermarket. Yep. Directing traffic. I like it. So have you tried this one? I, I tried it yesterday. Yeah, I don't know what you think I'm about still this. trying it. 
I'll tell you what That'd I want. That'd be a great job, I'll wouldn't it? I'll tell you what I want, though. Uh, I, I want to go to the big tool shed. Yeah. You know the one I'm talking yeah. about. Don't you? The big, the big, big. The one that's shed. full of tools. Yeah, the one's full of tools. But I want an app that I can walk in and go. You'd look good in an apron. Wood screws. And it, it'll flash oh, up. Oh, that'll be aisle 34. Aisle 34. But Short that would put clue. people who otherwise, because I normally walk up to the person and ask them. Yeah. You don't I like thought, asking no, people. No, I thought the other thing is, yeah, because they they place things along the aisle. They go, are you sure you don't want one of these? And yeah. we've reduced that today. Oh, so, gardening gloves. So I might need those. They don't want you to find things quickly. No, they, they don't. That's why, A. That's why they will never invent that app. Never many staff that can help you, and there'll never be an app. <laughs> but when? Because most of those stores, and we're going to be, um, this is a generalisation. Yes. Um, the, I think uh, more than 50% of the people that enter the stores would be male. Yep. And males believe they can read maps and they can find things in find stores it. like that. Either that. Sometimes I've seen males that have been there two and a half hours looking dazed and confused, still wandering around in circles looking for the thing they came in to find. Well, I, heard, uh, I heard the other day there's a chap that took his family there just to go and get the sausage at the front. <laughs> you did he tell me didn't that. even go into the store. And he forgot what he came for yes. and he went back again. That was called going out for dinner. <laughs> Hey, yeah. I, and again, we've gone all techie because I've a friend and colleague shared this with me. Yeah. I've come across a website that you're going to be fascinated with. Really? 100%. It's called Worldometers. 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 Spell it for me. Is it got so dashes? Worldometers. Dot, dot com. Info. Dot info. Just type in Worldometers. Just type in Worldometers. Right. And you'll find it. So. Oh, it, and it's got all different categories. Yes. Okay. Um, and it, it measures things, does it? I'm, t- it, it, I'm tipping. It tallies by up. Tallies. But it it's in uh, it's live, so it's constantly moving. Oh, so has it got like right? world population, mate? Seriously, tell me what you'd like to know. Oh, what I'd like. What's the world population okay. at the moment? World population. The current world population is seven billion eight hundred and fifty-five thousand. Eight hundred fifty-five million three hundred eighty-two thousand six hundred eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen. <laughs> Is that right? right yeah. Is that long. Uh, this year there have been thirty-three million six hundred ninety-three thousand two hundred ninety-eight ninety-nine three hundred births. Wow, thirty-three million births today. Three hundred thousand babies any of them, arrive today. Have any of them had parents? That have spelt their names correctly. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, there's, there's a funny looking Jaden here. <laughs> uh, and then, so if you're doing the plus and minus. Okay, so that's population. So, so then deaths. We've deaths. 14, 14 million people have died okay. today. Good. Uh, sorry, 14 million people have died this year. 127,000 people have died today. Really? Yep. And it's okay. still going up. The net is... population growth this year is 19.5 million. Hmm. Uh, this year, the net population growth today is 175,000 people. And I'm su- assuming you could go and search by country and things well, like that. Well, I, yeah, I guess you can probably. So, what other meters has it got, Scott? Well, has I, it got like a COVID meter? Well, hang on. I can tell you that. Uh, do that. How about newspapers circulated today? Oh. 373 million newspapers. Okay. Is that online or uh, physical? How about. How about this one? And this number is going so fast and changing so quickly, I can't even keep up with it. Emails in the world sent today. Emails. Oh, okay, let me guess. Have a, have a crack. Oh, four billion. 
213 billion. Wow. <laughs> Tweets, 642 million. How many from Donald? Google searches, 6.1 billion. You wonder why they're going all right. They're going all right. Now, what about CO2 emissions in tonnes this year? God. This would be a horrendously big number. 8.7 billion. Tonnes of carbon. Tonnes of carbon. What about the number of ships or the number of aircraft in the air at any one time or any of those sorts of things? Number of ships stuck in the sewers, one. One. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, I'll tell you one. Has he got that sort of stuff? There's some some pretty scary ones. Uh, Worldometer.info. Yep. So, um, What what took your fancy? What was the most peculiar one? uh, The amount of money spent on illegal drugs. Really? Oh, mate. It, 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 the far, big farmer, uh, they call that, don't they? Okay. And they're not talking about the people or, who've got cows. What about money spent on weight loss programs in the United States Alone. today? Right. $150 million Really? One day. Wouldn't they just, what about if they just stopped eating for a day? No, They'd lose a bit of weight, wouldn't ter- they? Here's a terrible one. People who have died of hunger today, 24,000 no, people no good. in one day. Um, and then obese people in the world, 780 billion, million, sorry. Million. I was going to say this. No, million. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, tweets, I've done all that for you. How about uh, the population, we've done all that. I, I'm, I'm running out of... Uh, oh, how about um, days till the end of natural gas? So, according to whom? I don't know. Some random guy? (laughs) Pontificating? The gas company? Uh, (laughs) Uh, Apparently, we've got... Oh, so, no, this is is the supply of natural gas on the planet. Days to the end of natural gas, Ah. as as we know it today. Okay, let me have a guess here. Days. Go on. Um, Days. Days. Mm. So, 365 times, I don't know. Four million. 57,000 days, which is roughly about 200 years. Mm. Okay. Then we're out of gas. Then we're out of gas. Uh, Days till the end of water. Better get your solar panels uh, going, Scotty. Yeah, exactly. Um, Oil pumped today in barrels. It was 75 million. This sounds like a fascinating sight and uh, looks like the future of our show because I dare say... Oh, here we go. Here we There's go. There's going to be content coming I out fa- of this site. I, I found it. I found it. Money spent on illegal drugs this year. Illegal or legal? Illegal. Illegal. And where are we? Three months in. Yeah. 96211470 and the number's going off the chart. Wow. So if it's illegal drugs, how do they measure it? Don't know. Colombia. <laughs> Some stick or something. Because and then uh, road traffic accidents. If you can measure it, you can year. tax it. And I reckon Three, the governments would want yeah. to tax that little sucker. Well, I can tell you. And then death scores by cancer this year 1.9 million. Oh, dear. So there's got. Well, that's a, a fascinating So What's that called? Worldometer. Worldometer. Info. And it's, uh, it just. Yep. So it's got energy, water, food, environment, um, social, uh, society, and media. Um, government and economics. That's a useful site, one would um, say. Public health care expenditure today, $12.2 billion. They're all big numbers, Scotty. Yeah. Aren't and, they? And, and, 
and all the ones. Do you know what a billion is? A billion? Yeah, yeah a thousand million. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's kind of yeah. hard to fathom. Yeah, it's a lot. So, yeah. yeah, so world population. So, anyway, world meter, go and check that out if you want to know what's happening with almost anything in the world. And then you can click on and it. Who runs that site, do you reckon? Because oh. that's a lot of info there. They're measuring and tallying and calculating, aren't they? Do you reckon? Oh, and if you click on it. Yes. It, so, if you go from water use this year. You can go to water use today. Mate, I think I'm, I'm losing you on this show. Could you? Uh, anyway, uh, here we go. I've been doing so, a little bit of on, online, well, on thought, air research. Yeah, well, you sort of hear about all this stuff that's going on, but it sort of it never sort of has any shape to it. So I'm going to call this the um, this give shape to everything site. Oh, it's, a, it's a belt. I'm going to go anyway, home and have a look at it. Water meter. So um, before we uh, time gets away from us, I did want to um, let the punters know about this rather amusing little story because we did go to a lunch, you and I, last week. We did. Uh, it was the uh, St Kilda lunch. We did. Of the whole lot of people of ill repute. But um, <laughs> yes. it was a really fascinating lunch because uh, Nicky Winmo, who's a great old St Kilda footballer, did Welcome to Country. He did. And he's learning his native language. He He's certainly learning. And he's, yes. it is learning. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't great at it. He's certainly learning. But, Any uh, on him? But Nicky then proceeded to uh, have a very good afternoon, shall yeah, we say. He had a pleasant afternoon. Yep, for sure. And I've just noticed a picture in the paper of him. It looks like he's hasn't been home. He's wearing is the he same continue, outfit. He's continued on, has he? he? He's kicked on. He's just hopped from one venue to the next. He's popped up at the St Kilda RSL at the Mimo Music Hall. Oh, no. And he was in the audience. Yes. And in the mosh pit. <laughs> and uh, painters and dockers were playing. Oh. You not there? I, I, well, this esca- well, that was the big news. No, I, I didn't know say, they were playing because I, I would have been there. Yes, you would have been. For those of you that you know the painters and dockers, Die Yuppie Die and all their great songs. Correct. Um, but they were playing. And uh, so Paul Stewart's mid-song, um, he said, I'm in mid-song of Die Yuppie Die. And I, this bloke jumps on stage and hugs me from behind. I thought, oh, here we go. He's a punter. Yep. And he said, Security. he turns around, it's Nicky Winmar. And he said, Paul he's my hero. Oh. <laughs> so then they linked arms and sang the rest of the song. Oh. And he went, oh, he said, I can die and go to heaven now, said Paul Stewart. You're, you're, he's met his hero on stage. You Nicky might have been in chair. And I reckon that was after our lunch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, we must away. Really? And uh, time goes again. It goes again. But we've been through tech, worldometer.info. We've told some stories. that are over 90 and you, you the electric uh, planes that are coming and I everything know. else. But uh, I'm going to tell you, just, you just were high-tech Harry today. Oh, it was high-tech. High pants, high-tech Harry. <laughs> anyway, we're away and we'll see you all next week. Right on, mate.